Pilo. It's it's Labor Day. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorites. It's like the best, one of the best Mondays I think that you can have, but it is Labor Day, which ironically, I don't know if you do any labor mm. on that day. I, yeah. I did. I did. I was pretty worthless. I'm going to be honest with you. I, uh, this, this first game kind of snuck up on me. I had a little incident last week that I had to fight through. And, it, and then the game came right on the heels of that. Yeah. I might have went a little bit too hard on Saturday. Um, it happens to the best of us. But here we are. My head feels like a balloon. Instead of the whiskey and beer, I got a decaf. Man, look at you. Not sure what's going to happen to my image. Yeah. But anyway, it's uh, it, it, it was a good, it was a good weekend. It was a good labor day. Uh, looking forward to the rest of the week. I'll be out of here next week. Um, so uh, Pilo will have it all by himself. So I can't wait to see what ailment I come up with. Um, <laughs> anyway, it was a good coming. weekend. Yeah, it was, it was a good weekend. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and get to the show. Welcome to To The Top Talk. Greetings and salutations, everyone, and welcome to another episode of To The Top Talk, the original and longest-running Southern Miss podcast in the market. We are recording this on, Pilo. September the 4th. September the 4th from beautiful Hattiesburg, Mississippi, here as always with your break from the High Resource 5 propaganda to talk a little Southern Miss athletics. I'm your host, Jason Bailey. Joining me now, the one and only Patrick Lowry. Hey, hey, man, I'm feeling good. Um, You've been hitting me up all day long with this. You're on this workout (laughs) kick, and I know that you kind of introed it. Last week or a couple weeks ago? Yeah, last week was week one, and this is rolling into week two, and man, I am feeling good. Went in. Already already sending me pictures with just like a less chubby face? Yeah. It's good. And, you know, when you got a lot to lose, it happens quickly. <laughs> keep them coming, man. Keep uh, keep on it. Oh, hey, this is the tough part. Like, like you, Everybody starts off going, oh, that's that's kind of the thing like yeah. in yeah. New Year's, right? Like like the, the year-long two-week membership. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gyms so, are like, oh yeah, all this all this cash and like nobody comes. They or they mm-hmm. come for like January and by February is like nope. But yeah, I mean, I'm feeling good powering through it. Um good day today is Labor Day. You know, had a had a couple days off, didn't go as hard in the roost. I resisted some temptation. I probably ate a little bit more than I should have, but I definitely didn't drink as much. Uh well, I definitely didn't see so, you in the roost. Did I say the roost? <laughs> How much working out have you been doing? Oh man, in the roost. Yeah, that's where I was. Uh, what do we call it? I just tailgate, I guess. It's nothing. Uh, the tailgate under the tree. Under the trees. Yeah. Wow. The that east was... side of Southern Hall. That doesn't sound good. Campus side. North Southern side Hall. Of... North side. Campus side. Would it be North yeah. side? Yeah, Would it be North side. You're right. Mm-hmm. God, I'm so bad. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, today's episode is brought to you by our good friends at 4th Street Bar and Grill, Hattiesburg's premier neighborhood sports bar. Not only do they have the famous home-style plate lunches Monday through Friday, but they also have a, have weekly drink specials. Make 4th Street Bar and Grill your go-to spot for all Southern Miss games, home and away. 4th Street Bar and Grill, we install and service hangovers. 
this weekend would be a great time to go by Fourth Street Bar. I want to say the game starts at 7.30, and we'll get to that later. But if, if there's a spot around Hattiesburg where you can gather oh yeah, and, and high-five people at the bar, and um, you know, if it doesn't go your way, drown your sorrows, that's that's the best spot to be, man. Yeah, I've done it. I think they can I've, help you I've, in both I've, of those departments. I've been on both sides of those uh, of of those situations. Yeah, uh, several several different times. And Sauslade, Sauslade and Char, they they came by the the tailgate. Yeah, that was a uh, sweet for a golf little cart. while. I know. Every time I look up, my man's got a new golf cart. Yeah, that one was or awesome. A new truck or something, you know. Lots of money in this bar business. We we should open a bar. We should. That would be and just have awesome. us on the radio all the time. That would you be can either. Yeah, that would that <laughs> may, may not be maybe three people in there. Yeah, there'd be some of those two week memberships at our bar. Yes. Um. So what happened since the last time we recorded? Well, we finally got to play a football game, not against ourselves. I uh, got back out to the tailgate, Um. learned of the passing of a Southern Miss legend. Um, yep. The, the season ticket mark for Southern Miss football uh, surpassed the 11,000 uh, ticket mark. Um, I was reminded of how bad I hate TV timeouts. Yeah. And and there was a really weird tweet sent out by a former Golden Eagle football player that we'll get to kind of towards the end of the show. But Uh-oh. but that but that is all the stuff. And we're gonna start off with Jimmy. Yeah. But before before we get to Jimmy, uh, remind people this might be a good time to come up with some sort of like. I don't know, Buffett. Oh yeah, shirt something or another. Uh, but you put, should put your thinking hat on for that one. But I, I've I've seen a lot of orders coming in. Yeah, uh, remind people what the new designs are. Yeah, so um, th- I think this is also an opportunity for um, if you have an idea or if you want to see something, it's like Jimmy Buffett related. If you're a parrot head and uh you you want something definitely shoot us up in the mailbag at uh to the top talk at gmail.com um but yeah the store again uh lots of stuff in there uh everything that we have is obviously we don't ever like really take it down so if you're looking for baseball if you're already prepping for that or basketball uh we have those in there but the main focus right now is obviously football so we have nine designs in there we have some that are like uh more of like a black shirt uh a little bit darker design and then we have some that are um grays uh lighter colors um so we have some that are thunderstruck so obviously that that kickoff song that you heard at the opening kickoff is yeah. we kind of play thunderstruck so those are two really cool ones on there that are new this year um the john cox radio called double out left single out right one of my favorites uh is out there uh it's really cool kind of aerial kind of sketch of the rock uh is is really cool and uh it's more than just shirts we have tank tops long sleeve shirts sweatshirts crew necks uh sweatshirts hoodies Um, so there's a lot of information on there and a lot a lot lot to look at but uh Definitely check that out again, bonfire.com slash store slash to the top talk or uh, any of our uh, social accounts have a link tree link to get you there. I know another John Cox saying that Uh it's probably on everybody's bingo card for football. And it's up under center. (laughs) I've heard up under center. So like barking the calls, it could just be like a circle. And the word up. Under the center of the circle? Yeah. Maybe? I don't know. Something like that. 
you the, the thing is you would have to be a Southern Miss fan. You would have to know uh like a normal person would look and be like, what's the deal with the circle and the word up, bro? Yeah, you like, just do an arrow. You just do the word center really large in the middle and then do an arrow up under there. You go. That's even better. Perfect. Yeah. Under center. That's the teamwork right there. There we go. Um, let's update the poll results from last week. Yeah. The uh the, the poll was uh, thanks to Ed Nancy Williams, last week points are the last week points are the most important to winning in a game. So this week's poll question is how many points will the Golden Eagles score versus Alcorn this weekend? And the four choices were 10 or less, 11 to 30, 31 to 42, or 43 plus. Mm-hmm. 10 or less got 1%. So some Alcorn people listen to the show. Um, 11 to 30 got 15%. 31 to 42, which is where I was. Got 39% of the vote, but 45% of the vote went to 43 plus. So I yeah, wish we it was right that there. one. Feel yeah, I, yeah, I wish it was that one, um, but it wasn't, but it was 31 to 42. Yeah. So thanks to everybody for playing along with our poll results. Uh, look for the next week's poll to be uh, to be out. I don't know. Next, whenever we think of one. <laughs> yeah before, and probably before, be tomorrow or wednesday for this weekend something will come to us yep uh so so before we get to the game jimmy buffett man yeah so, so so when did you when did you hear about it uh it was definitely saturday morning i think i'd kind of done what a lot of people do kind of roll over grab your phone kind of look at notifications that are kind of pinging in and i think i launched twitter and saw i want to say it was jim cole uh had posted something about uh rest you know rest in peace or brother or something like that um with fraternity related and i was like no and lisa's like what and uh i was like please tell me this is not true um and then I, then it was kind of like everywhere. So, um, man, just devastated. Uh, I, I really just uh, selfishly, like, I, I just wanted to always see him live. Never had the opportunity. I know he was in the singer, uh, and I wasn't able to get tickets that time. And um, always was hoping that there was some kind of post game surprise or uh, something that we could do to get him back on campus to do something for golden eagle uh nation and um unfortunately it didn't happen but uh man just what a what a career and uh we we got some good stuff kind of talking about his lyrics coming up what about you same i um i woke up saturday morning went pretty pretty hard friday on accident um yeah and it just happens anyway went pretty hard on friday rolled over saturday morning you know fired up for the game same thing you're talking about rolled over grabbed my phone it was like 6 30 something like that yeah that's early and i'm sitting there looking at my phone as i'm scrolling and i see it and i scroll by or i might have even been on our on our chat i think chase posted something like at 1 30 in the morning so yeah. i'm looking at that i didn't know when he did it but anyway you never know what's going to happen on a text thread, you know? So I just yeah, kind of, of scrolled past it. Then I saw something on Twitter and I went, wait a minute. Like, is this yep. possible? You I'm know, this, and, and so and I, I, my wife must have heard me in disbelief somehow. Cause she rolls over. She's like, what's wrong? 
It's like freaking Jimmy Buffett died. She was like, what? Yeah. So I, I'm still kind of in disbelief, to be honest I with you. So uh, yeah. this must have been like how it was with people like with Elvis back in the day. If, you know, I don't know Jimmy Buffett was a lot older. And it's not like it's completely unbelievable for an elderly man to do that. But I didn't know he was sick, which is true Jimmy Buffett style. Um, he's not going to burden people with what he's going through. Um, right. Well, but, it's just been incredible to see the celebrities and people we kind of, you know, having kind of posting about their connection. Uh, I mean, I saw something that Ricky Fowler had put out. It was him and, and Jimmy Buffett together uh, talking about uh, how kind he was. And uh, and then uh, Paul McCartney had something talking about uh, him and this left-handed guitar that Jimmy Buffett had made for him. And um, this is just incredible um, to think somebody from Pascagoula, Mississippi, um, Southern Miss alum and kind of the reach he had on the world. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, Dave Matthews, man, I mean, everybody that I follow, it seems like uh, James Taylor, a lot of people I grew up with. So, so people that don't know, I, I grew up, my dad was a musician. He still plays. <clears throat> uh, and yeah, for the longest time, I thought these were all like my dad's songs, right? right. <laughs> and I'm like Jack Sage going and watching him play. Yeah. Um, so I remember the, one of the first songs I remember him playing, I guess it was, it was easy for a child to listen to. It was kind of a goofy song. It was the the peanut butter conspiracy. Yeah. Which turns out that was about a, a mini mart here in Hattiesburg. You know, if you've yep. heard the story behind that. Uh, so anyway, uh, it was, it was, it was tragic, but yeah, Paul McCartney chiming in people like Cowboy mm-hmm. Mouth, my favorite band to, to go see Cowboy Mouth. They, you know, uh, tweeted something. I mean, everybody did. It was, it was, it, it was it was too really too much for me to handle. Um, it was it was and it still is. And but rest in peace, rest in peace, uh, brother Jimmy Buffett, uh, a graduate of USM in 1969, member of the Kappa Sigma fraternity. The uh, the plaque near the footsteps of the hub. If you haven't been to campus in a while, mm-hmm. uh, I would definitely make your way by there. There was uh, flowers put out under the under the little plaque right there um and that plaque was actually uh, put up in large part due to the efforts of friend of the show lloyd munn uh, lloyd hurricane munn uh yep. his fraternity brother with jimmy way back in the day and one hell of a musician himself uh yeah he can blow that harmonica man <laughs> it's it's some good yeah i love uh i saw him last at uh at hattiesburgers and he was had his little band in there and and they were they were awesome no doubt. Uh, and the sing-along during the game, I want to say is between the yeah, first and second the quarter, maybe? Yeah, I was at the stand, of course. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was, God, it was unreal. Not that we haven't done it before, but it's just one of those deals where, I mean, I don't know if everybody in the stadium was singing it, but there's a majority of the people in the stadium. Maybe it was everybody. I mean, outside of, you know, people like yeah. Jack that don't know what's going on. But it, it was it was very well done. It was a very warm moment and i was glad that i could be a part of it um too bad you're at the concession stand not on your you know Not gym there. diet <laughs> well it's trying to feed my kiddos who are losing oh, their mind because one on the of the kids. ones had popcorn and didn't have pot i don't know it was just yeah well but it wasn't and, for me and we're gonna get to this game eventually but we're gonna keep going with this jimmy thing because yeah we are it could be it could be a whole show devoted to jimmy 
Um, if you don't like if, if you don't like Jimmy Buffett stuff, then you know you're, this is one of those when you tell your friends like you're just going to fast forward because we're yeah. just gonna, we're going to do this for a little while. So just how is about what this? It is. How about this? We will put a timestamp in on uh, the notes at the end of the, uh, and we can fast forward to that number if you're not interested. But we're gonna we're gonna keep going. I'm down. Top I'm down three. like Charlie Brown. Yeah. So. Let's go ahead and get to this this top three. It was your idea. It was a great idea. So lead us off, Pilo, and, and kind of let everybody know the, what we're doing. Yeah, we're just uh, going to do a kind of top three for Jason and I. I think we both each have a little bit more than three, but uh, kind of top three Jimmy Buffett lyrics. And, man, once you kind of hear some of these, it's just, like, uh, so profound. And I feel like mine are, like, uh, probably a little bit on the deeper end of some of his stuff. and. Um, but anyway, my first one is wrinkles only go where the smiles have been, uh, which is pretty awesome. Uh, and that's from Barefoot Children in the Rain. Yeah, great, great song. I guess I'll do my first one now. Uh, good times and riches and son of a bitches. You know, <laughs> I mean, what, what, what's, it's, it's, it's a, and so my clever. next one, my next one that I say in a minute is you wonder <laughs> if you can get away with this stuff these days. As much bad stuff you hear on the radio when it's, um, this style of music, I'm not sure how it would how it would go, but yeah, good times and riches and son of a bitches. Yep. Uh, number two for me, life is much more manageable when thought of as a scavenger hunt as opposed to a surprise party, and that's from uh, Jamaica Mistaka. Jamaica Mistaka, and I want to say that that was there was something to do with like a. Uh, an airplane ride. Uh, yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, there was. Uh, there was definitely a story behind, like that. a smuggling type of thing or something. Like they've gotten, they were in the wrong place at the wrong time and got the hell out of there. Type, type of deal, right? <laughs> Louis can probably key us in on that. Uh, my number two is, uh, why don't we get drunk and screw? It's two outstanding two good things. Two people <laughs> know what's kind of drawn out. Why don't we? Yeah. yeah. It just kind of the jingle. You got to read it like that, you know. Yeah, I just um, did it forceful. Why don't we get drunk and screw? <laughs> so angry. Uh, <laughs> number three for me, I have a, just a couple of like quick hitters. Like uh, I've got to fly to Saint somewhere. Um, love that. I've got to be where the uh, wind and water are free. Uh, changes in added uh, latitude. Changes in attitude. And if there is a heaven for me, I'm sure there's a beach attached. I have a couple more as well, and we'll get to this football stuff. The seas in my veins, my tradition remains. I'm just glad I don't live in a trailer. <laughs> I laugh Me too. every time. <laughs> Me too. There's it's been great. lots of times where it was close. It was a close call between me and the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> and that's from Son of a Son of a Sailor, of course. Uh, some of it's magic. Some of it's tragic. But I had a good life all the way. Hard for me to even say that. <laughs> You know, it's from when he went to Paris. Um, and then just, I, I think this should be uh, like on a, on my, like uh, stenciled into my mantle or something where if we couldn't laugh, we would all go insane from changes in latitudes. So, oh, and you can go on and on. My, I mean, my favorite song of Jimmy Buffett that I, it's one of those kind of like the Beatles. It fluctuates a lot, but I think I always yep. come back to one particular harbor. Uh huh. Uh, that's that's if I was shoved into a corner and like you can only listen to one song by Buffett the rest of your life, it, you know, it'd be hard for that's me to, to not choose 
that one. Um, what about you? I know you don't have it written down oh, here. I man. just thought about it as we were talking. But if if you were, uh, you know, gun to your head, shoved in a corner in a hypothetical situation, it would probably be son saw? of a sailor, son of a son of a sailor. Um, but like I love, I mean, I just I love a lot of those popular ones. Like Volcano is just always like it's just the vibe, like the. Um, I love that live when the lady comes in and sings that, uh, that part. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a little bit on the newer side, I am a kind of a fan of, and this is probably gonna get some flack, but, uh, Bama Breeze, it's kind of that bar down, I guess down there somewhere, um, that he wrote that song about. Like, I like that song. It's a little bit on this, of this newer, newer stuff than the old school stuff, but, um, yeah, my I mean, if my wife had a vote in this, hers would be Pirate Looks at 40. Thousand yeah. times. Thousand percent. Oh, I gotta mention grapefruit, juicy fruit too. Love that one. Such a good, such a good vibe. Awesome. All right, man. Jimmy. R.I.P. Yep. Much love. Game one versus all corn state. In the books. 40 to 14 W in front of 30,335 people. Before we get into the stats and all that, uh, just what what'd you think? Like walking into the stadium? Uh, just well, you know, here's the in. thing. Um, I have not, I guess because I was probably always doing something the weekends of those scrimmages or out of town, but that's the first time I had seen the turf in person. Hmm. And so from like my perch uh, up at the top of section C, um and it was just oh man yeah it's just gorgeous uh so that first of all was a huge upgrade um i thought um and i'm going to talk kind of from my lens of all of the video board stuff the graphics all that you could tell had been updated not just recycled like we've been recycling for the last couple years so all of that visuals and everything shout out to the creative team on that uh, I thought it looked very good. I thought the ex- game day experience was good. Uh, the crowd was into it. Um, students were good. Mm. Uh, students, students were incredible. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the students spilled good. over into uh, into the upper section. Up yeah, there. yeah. Well, I, I mean, I remember that. Like when I was there, I, obviously my freshman my freshman year was two thousand four. Um, so coming off some really good years in the early two thousands there, and if you didn't get there. You know, probably 30 minutes after Eagle Walk, um, which I guess that's when the gates would open. So if you were, you know, about 30 minutes left before kick, if you weren't there, you sat in the upper deck. I mean, there was no seats left. Yeah. Um, so it was always, you know, one of those things where Eagle Walk right in line for students because we were we were ready to get in and get, you know, down low as close as we could to the field. But um, it was good to see that. Uh, student crowd and and energy on that side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything from tailgating to yeah. you know, like when you when you pulled on campus, I'm looking around, going, "Yep, that's a bunch of tents. Going to be a good day." You know, and and, and credit to Alcorn. Alcorn, Alcorn brought a ton of people. They did. Well. Yeah. Um, so, but that's what you get. It's crazy how it happens, right? You get teams that have the ability to drive to your stadium and they show up. <laughs> so, yeah, and that what a concept. But, yeah, yeah uh, well, you know, well, well, crazy, crazy concept. Um, the the game itself. Yep. Uh, Billy Wiles, that's the big – and who knows what you can take away from this game. I personally don't think that Alcorn is a terrible football team. Uh, I 
admittedly don't you know study a lot of what Alcorn does, but I, I see their players. Their players look a lot like ours, right? Yeah, there. no, they there were some um, big guys. Definitely, quarterback can play. It was went to Missouri for some reason um, uh, to start off with, but but so our quarterback Billy Wiles, uh, twenty one of twenty eight, two hundred sixty seven yards, three TDs, and one pick. Yep, I, I, th- I thought he did great. Um, and then another thing about the offense is that we had 10 players credited with a rushing attempt. Drink Clark went nine rushes for 54 yards. That's a 6.0 rushing average. Uh, Gore Jr., six attempts, 31 yards, one TD. Got him in, got him out. Um, yep, I love Kept him that. healthy, right, uh, going yep. into next week. A lot of folks on Twitter were like, what's wrong with him? Why is he out? I'm just like, he doesn't need to be in there. We have literally burnt the guy's legs the last two years. I am fine with a couple of plays. Let's keep him, you know, fresh. And, and not to mention, Dreek's good. I mean, if, yes. if you got to have a two. Yes. I mean, he's like, he's like a one, one A, right? Yes, exactly. Um, receiving looked good. Uh, our receivers yeah. look fast to me. I, I mean, I, I know that I've seen him in practice, but out there uh, with, with live bullets flying, they just look super quick, twitchy, fast. Uh, Keston had five catches for 104 yards and a score. Yep. Frog Jones, three catches, 68 yards, a long of 38. Dalton Great Davis, game. welcome to the party. Uh, yep. Three catches, 36 yards, a long of 22. He seemed to be wide-ass open <laughs> all night long. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Tyquan Henderson with a TD catch, and then Frank Gore Jr. with a touchdown catch. So, yep. you know, in the little bit of time that Frank was out there, like we said, the six rushing attempts, 31 yards, and a score – and oh, by the way, he caught one as well. So, and that was one that was right in front of us, right there in the end zone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was that. which was cool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, running backs looked good, quarterback looked good, receiving looked good. I thought that uh, the kicking game we talked about it with Glenn last week. Yeah, and I think we all kind of shared the same sentiment. Like, you know what? A little nervous. Um, I hope that <laughs> I hope it's better than than I think we might be. But we all remember Andrew Stein from a few years ago, and yeah. Coach Hall uh, gave a uh, was just glowing about how Stein stuck through it. Where I believe was it 2019, 2019 that he was the starter. Yep, I hadn't played since then, right? Yep, thirteen hundred days, and comes right back in there, and he goes four for four, good from 25, 23, 52, and forty one. Bryce Stellar. Lofton punting the ball. He had three punts. I mean, I hope that we don't see him. I hope we don't see him make an appearance the rest of the year. But it's probably going to happen. So if he does, he had three punts, <laughs> averaged forty-two point three yards. Yeah. So uh, you know, field goals and 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 punts. I mean, that's that's uh, just two opportunities to to have a game swing on you. Uh, right. You know, if you make a mistake there, it's very costly. And uh, the little bit of football that I watched across other games this weekend there was a lot of that there was a lot of sloppiness and it was good to not see that uh from our side of the ball uh defensively jay stanley had two interceptions he really awesome. showed out they were really early too um yes. there there we, 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 we had zero sacks but Alcorn only threw the ball 14 times. Right, so, right. Um, you know, and, and, and of those 14 times, two of them were picked. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's getting out. And how good, man, not, I mean, Jay Stanley was obviously incredible, but uh, the, 
the guys that we have in that secondary were just incredible to me. They Dylan Lawrence looks like an animal back there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just like arms down, like past his knees. I mean, just huge, like the wingspan of these guys. And um, I mean, a lot of times it's these little five, nine, five, 10 guys that are back there. They're just really fast, but we, we have a lot of size in the safeties and in the secondary. I was extremely impressed. At least from the visual uh, of how great these guys looked and um, very sharp. Well, I noticed a lot of that just by standing in the Eagle Walk uh, parade yeah. line. <laughs> They're all walking down, and yeah. um, every one of them, like their hand, how do you get the hands that big? Yeah, and then, like they're all taller. I feel like the biggest runt every time doing. I even I stand up on the curb right there a little bit, you know. Oh, yeah, and they're still just towering over me. I'm like, good. Gosh, yeah, even like the you? little the small guys, they're like still yeah. taller than me. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know what happened. Yeah, I, I know when you get older that you start, you know, losing your height mm-hmm. a little bit. But yeah, maybe that's it. Anyway, uh, they look good off the field, and then they look good on the field. Yeah. Um, uh, the offense, uh, the total offense for Southern Miss, we had 441 total yards to Alcorn's 226. 75 of those were like on one play up the middle. Untouched. Yep. My man just shot out of there and he was gone. Yep. Um, I was literally looking at my phone and I didn't, because the, the band was playing. And so I was thinking like, you know, they're really not supposed to play during the, during a, during a play. Uh, yeah. They did not follow that rule. So I'd kind of had my head down and when I look up, he was already across the 50 and I'm like, wait a minute, what, what did I miss? Yeah. Uh, I, I was like, did he return a kickoff back? Like what? Yeah. Yeah. And the kickoff was like literally seconds before I was like, cause that's what people in front of us were asking. Was that a kickoff? I'm like, no, I remember seeing the touchback. And then I just kind of looked down at my phone for a minute. um, trying to get some signals. So I do apologize for our lack of live tweeting during the game. Uh, I was trying. Oh, I'll tell you, I don't know time. how the, the, the rest of the stadium got the the light up the rock thing. You know, the. Yeah. Yeah. But I was you. I was ready to go and it just sat there loading. That's loading. what mine does every time <laughs> in Reed Green. I never can get it to work in Reed Green, but it actually worked in the rock. Uh, okay. Saturday Weird. For me. So. Uh, time of possession. Sutter Miss kind of dominated that as well. Yeah. Uh, 38 minutes and 17 seconds to Alcorn's 21 minutes and 43 seconds. Uh, Sutter Miss just five of four on third on third down conversions. So I want to clean that up a little bit. What did I say? Five of four. <laughs> oh, five, five of four would be better. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Five of 14 is, is not, not go. very good. But, uh, but, but uh, t- two of those times, they went for it on fourth down and got yep. both of those. Yep. So you can kind of look at it as seven of 14 if you really want to think about it. Yeah, I really love that. Um, especially that one kind of when we were going in where I think it was the drive where Frank Gore caught the touchdown uh, right in front of you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, right before that was a fourth down play where he came in and kind of ran the super back a little bit to get that. That's right. Um, That's right. I loved love that. Uh, it's just, you know, let, why not stack it? It's fourth down, fourth and short. Like, let's stack the numbers on our side and get it. So love that. Uh, we were very, very good in the red zone in, in the last few years. How many times have we done that? We've, it's like coach hall did all he could to get us down to that 20 yeah. yard mark. <laughs> you just couldn't do anything with it. Run out of know? gas. Yeah. So eight of nine in the red zone four. So, so four of those were touchdowns and four of those were field goals. So in essence, four of nine, uh, touchdown and four of nine field goal. The game still took forever. 
this new clock, clock rule does not shorten the game a bit. Yeah, it really doesn't. It, I was it, thinking it, it, it definitely it limits the number of plays. It's like the worst of both worlds. It's like so now we don't get to see as much football, and it still takes us the like uh, uh, the You're same amount of time. That much time, yeah. No, it, it was it was right at three hours and thirty minutes long. It's kind of like the same thing with baseball. Like let's have reviews to speed up the game. Every like, time let's I do a pitch up, clock, but let's have reviews. You know, it's kind of like counterproductive. Just every time I look up, I see Red Hat out there. Yeah, and I'm going, Ugh. and it because it tells you on there like two minutes and thirty seconds. I'm going yeah, through. yeah, yeah. The clock. <laughs> this is like a super long commercial that I'm not going to pay attention to. One thing and, we we went over like and and if you've watched uh, Hard Knocks this year, you know it's with the New York Jets, and and I mainly watched because of uh, Brownlee. Um, but we were talking about it. Uh, if you if you watched it, you'll know what I'm talking about. So their offensive coordinator is a little crazy. The Jets coordinator Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, on the show, they talk about the red zone, and, and he hates it being called the red zone. He's like, "What does red mean?" And he like had all his guys in a team meeting. He's like, "Red means stop. Why do they call it the red zone?" And uh, he just goes on this rant. He's like, "We call it the gold zone because apparently he was obsessed with Austin Powers, the gold member." And so, like, he loves, I don't know why, he loves that movie. So he always calls it the gold zone. So I was like, maybe we should adopt that. Like, I huh. love that. Like, uh, the gold zone, because obviously the Golden Eagles. That would be a nice graphic to throw up on the jumbo, too. It would be. The gold so, zone. So, marketing, like if you're listening to this, there's a free one for you. So, another top three that we're going to unleash, yeah, I think, after every game this year. Uh, top three moments from the game. We probably hit a lot of those already. from the day. From the day, not necessarily from the game. Okay, from so the day. It, it could be anything from tailgating to eagle walk to uh, during the game, post game, anything that happened. It's kind of a top three because I actually have one that's outside the game. Two are in the game, one outside the game. Well, you go ahead and hit your three. And okay. then I'll hit my three. Yeah. So my number uh, three would be, uh, and this is a good number three. It could be number one. Uh, and you're going to get a kick out of this, but I have to set up the situation. So obviously every, every at our tailgate, we, we do play a lot of cornhole. Uh, and so we had this cornhole game uh, with me and Jason on a team and uh, Coop, uh, Jeremy Cooper and his son, um, Jayden. and yeah, Jaden and, uh, started out hot. Jason and I got up 10 to one. So we're kind of cruising. And, uh, then all of yeah. a sudden they kind of start making yeah. it. I, I, I got the yips. I think <laughs> Jason kind of goes cold. <laughs> uh, they start hitting everything and they get up and they end up busting twice. So if you get, you know, if you get to 20, uh, you got to obviously finish on 21. Uh, if you go over that, uh, by throwing one in and going over 21, you have to go back down to 11. So they ended up busting twice, which kind of shows how hot they were during the game. Uh, <laughs> and then we end up coming back and winning. So I just thought that was a cool moment. Uh, Coop was devastated because Jaden throws in this one inside and rings, and then they bust, and then we end up winning. But uh, good competition, a lot of fun out there. So that was my number three. Uh, number two, I think um, Jay Stanley's obviously two interceptions were just stellar, um, both extremely athletic plays. I went back and watched that, obviously the, the first one, but the second one, man, he really accelerated toward that sideline and kind of dove to get that ball. 
Um, so that was you could tell he was kind of tracking the quarterback the whole time uh, when I watched it back. And overall, the first team defense performance. Like I know we subbed a lot. I know that the the number of tackles and everything. When I went back and looked at the stats, was just weird. Our leading tackler had four tackles. Uh, but I credit that to like the the Alcorn just didn't have a lot of plays. They didn't run a lot of plays. They only ran like forty the whole game. Um, and um, obviously, a lot of our starters really only played like a half. We were like we were subbing a lot in the second half. So um, I thought the first team looked really good. And uh, my number one is Billy Walls and uh, the checkdowns. It was just really good, refreshing to kind of see a guy kind of go through his progression and hit a checkdown. Uh, and uh, it's just something we've been missing the last couple of years. So that's my top three. Yeah. And the last guy that I remember really going through all of those is probably Jake Lang. Uh, coincidentally, the last time we had a guy have as many completions as, as, as Billy had this weekend, was Jake Lang back against UTEP. Yeah. Years back. So anyway, um, so my top three, yeah, some, you know, I'm going to reiterate some of yours probably, but uh, the opening drive after yes. the first pick was just, you know, here he comes trotting out, right, Billy? Yep. And literally 30,000 people are staring at you. He just went surgical. Welcome to know? the show. Yeah. He just went straight down. Like, this is what I do. This is what I am. It was. It looked surgical. It looked easy. I thought it made a statement and probably gave him a little bit of confidence. Kind of like, like you on a golf course. If you like make that first eight footer, right? Yeah. It probably gets you feeling pretty good until you miss that birdie. next two footer. But anyway. yeah, you can't birdie the first one. <laughs> and you can't birdie them all. Uh, number two <laughs> on my list was uh, one of the, the second pick by Stanley. I call it the butt pick. Cause I thought he was clearly out of bounds until I started watching the replay. And I'm like, I don't know. I think he might've, there might've been a foot right there. Right, right, right before he landed on his right. ass. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, super athletic play early in the game. And then my last one was, was Stein. We mentioned he went four for four on the day, but he hit that 52 yarder. That's a long way. Glenn said that he thought, I think that Stein in his eyes was good from 47 and in. So yeah. for him to to get out to 52, that probably gave him a little bit of confidence moving on to the next game. So yep. there's a lot of positives to take away. It was, from it was an excellent day. hold, too, by holder of the year candidate, Mr. Holder of the year. Golly, I hope he wins that. And that was an excellent so celebration. Uh, he, he gets me fired up. I love Jake Lane's celebration. So, uh, yeah, I had two honorable mentions. Obviously, Stein was one of them as well. I thought that was just incredible, and I, I did think about that too. I knew that we even had that moment of kind of thinking it might be weakness, and he comes out and goes four for four and kind of makes a statement on the year. And like, we're not gonna, we're kind of gonna pick up where we left off last season. And then obviously, I had a Jimmy Buffett music played throughout. I thought that was well done by the staff to kind of work that way in and and. um and on the fly, right? I mean, that happened that morning. So as right. far as like th this, these things are scheduled out. They're scripted. Yep. Um, so for them to to throw it all in there, that was that took some work. It, it might not seem like it, but you just there's not just a guy just he just figures it out on the fly. Yeah. There's you know there, there's there's a lot that goes into it. So anyway, it was a great day. Good good to get that that opening win, be one and zero on the season, and really have it never be in question the entire game. So. Mm -hmm. That was great. Weather was good too. I know we're gonna get to weather later. But yeah, the weather was it was right right on uh, with my weather forecast. If you remember, it was spot on. 
Speaking of things that you come up with, you came up with the <laughs> weekly pick'em segment. So yeah. remind everybody of how we did last week. And I also have not done any research for it this week. So we'll see <laughs> if I and see how I, I know I, I know I won the Texas State game last week. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know how I did on the rest of them. So so tell me how we did and remind us how uh, where we sit uh, where we sit moving into week two. You know, I uh, went in and kind of populated all this in and got everything ready, and then literally twenty minutes before uh, we're about to record, I realized, oh yeah, I might should look at some research for week two, and I never did. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna make that kind of go. Uh, we're gonna fly by the seat of our pants, but. Looking back at last week, uh, both you and I were 12 of 14, uh, so we only missed two games. Uh, everybody missed um, the Army game, so we all picked Army to beat uh, ULM, and ULM won 17-13, so um, shame on us, I guess. Uh, so that was all one, and then um, you had uh, the Citadel over uh, Georgia Southern. Yeah, that was a bad idea. Uh, that was a 34 nothing shout out. <laughs> uh, and I had a coastal uh, over UCLA and uh, UCLA won that one 27 13. So the one that was kind of surprising to me uh, and Glenn, uh, our guest, he went 11 of 14. So he missed, uh, he picked Baylor on that Texas State game. Both you and I did pick Texas State. So uh, suck it, Big 12. Um, <laughs> The thing that really surprised me when I was looking at the scores was the Marshall game. Uh, Marshall played uh, Albany, and that very final close. was 21-17. So um, kind of surprising. There's a lot of Marshall. Yeah, over on the Marshall there. board, there's some, some couches uh, burning in West Virginia. Well, well there's just uh, – I, I want to say that, that the approach from their coaching staff is – a little bit more conservative than they would like. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've seen that before. It uh, didn't work out very well. Um, and I just got to give a shout out to Tulane. Uh, way to stick it to South Alabama. Sorry, conference. Uh, I, I want to see them lose and everything. And they did. So um, thanks for that. So you want to get to week two? Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Uh, I do not think we have a Thursday game, at least from what I have. I don't. We do not have a Sunbelt Thursday game. So every game here is a Saturday game, and we're going to kick it off with the 11 o'clock kick. James Madison is going to Virginia. Um, I will go Virginia. And I am going to go James Madison. I, I would love to go James Madison, side note. But I think Virginia lost their first game, I think. Did maybe. They? So, maybe not. I don't know. That's my reasoning. If they didn't <laughs> lose, then it blows that reasoning right, right out of the water. But I just can't see. I'm assuming this game is at Virginia. It is. Yeah. So, Virginia's game, lost ESPN. a game, and then they have James Madison coming to town. As far as them going, I just – I don't think the referees will let it happen. I don't think – you know, I just – I think there's just too many different – we have been in that situation a thousand times before. You right? are correct. So Virginia did lose uh, 49-13 to Tennessee. So they're probably a little ticked off, and they're probably going to yeah. – I just think they're going to get every event. The sprinklers are going to come on, you know, the oh, whole yeah. deal. I was so I'm telling you, that's the re- – I hope the James Madison wins. I think that Virginia will have a better score. Okay. I think you're right, but I'm going to pick James Madison. Uh, second game. Oh, this is another good one. Troy is going to Kansas State. Uh, a little Manhattan, Kansas visit on FS1, 11 o'clock kick. I'm not buying Troy. 
I'm not, not buying Troy yet. I'm going to Kansas State. I am as well. It's kind of that same uh, not picking Again, up it, Alabama. It would be thing. a great win. It would be I a just great don't win think Troy's offense is good enough. I know they won think, last yeah, year. I'm, I'm with I don't you. think they can do it. Oh, yeah. this one's really good. Uh, Texas State at UTSA. Texas State. Can high. Texas State coming off the high. Yeah, I'm taking Texas State. I could possibly be 0 and 3 when we start off with this thing next week. <laughs> but I'm taking Texas. Oh, I like Texas man. State. I, I, uh, ho- I hope we beat them like a drum, but I, 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 I like Texas State. Yeah, I just can't pick UTSA. I've been to that stadium uh, on two trips, and now San Antonio was lovely, but um, yeah, not so much. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Texas State as well. Uh, Marshall um, is traveling to East Carolina. Oh, I'm gonna go East Carolina. Marshall scares me a little bit um, with with how little they you know can put points on the board. Yeah, uh, and, do, and I think, I think East East Carolina's got the red ass this year because they might be kind of on the outside looking in conference wise like we were several years ago. But after I mean after the showing against Albany, I mean what are the hell are we supposed to do with Marshall? You know, prove us exactly. I'd, I'd, I'd love to pick all the Sunbelt teams every week, but after that, I mean if you play like that against East Carolina, then you're gonna get beat by a ton. So I agree. Pirates. Uh I am trying to see really quickly what uh East Carolina did last week. Uh See, I'm gonna go East Carolina too. I'm not picking Marshall. They they didn't do anything for me. Oh, they okay. They lost uh 30. Michigan beat East Carolina 30 to three, but um, it's a different game next week. All right, uh, moving ahead, we have southeastern Louisiana traveling to South Alabama. Oh man. Um. Well, I think South Al is gonna respond big time and just yeah. put an ass whooping uh, on southeastern. Well, you know what I'm going to pick? Sela. I just can't do it. Can't do it. I know it's a stupid pick, and if there's a bad punishment, then I'm just going to have to live with it. <laughs> uh, App State at North Carolina. Oh, North Carolina. Yeah, they looked uh, really good week one. Yeah, and again, uh, I, I would, I would love to pick App. I'm, I'm kind of like like I am with Troy. I'm just not sure I'm buying into what app is offering yet this season. Yep. Uh, next up, uh, UAB at Georgia Southern. Um, probably the Dilfers. I'll take UAB. I don't, I don't know much about either. Um, I get Georgia state and Georgia Southern mixed up all the time. Georgia too. Southern, they beat the Citadel. So they were the ones that shut out 34, nothing against the Citadel last well, week. I'm picking against Georgia Southern every game this season. That's what okay. I'm going to do. I've been going right. two for two. I'm just going to keep it rolling. All right. So you were going UAB and I'm mm-hmm. going to go Georgia Southern. Okay. Uh, just to make it you. interesting. Okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, UAB. Okay. Uh, next up, uh, Louisiana at Old Dominion. A little conference action. Hmm. At Old Dominion. At Old Dominion. 5 p.m. kick in Norfolk. Man. Do you have a spread right there? 
Uh, um, this game seems like it should be pretty low. Let's see. It is uh, Louisiana six and a half. Okay. I'm going to take you, Lala, because I like them better than Old Dominion. And that's kind of my entire reasoning. I don't think they're that good of a football team this year, but I I want them to win this game. Yeah, I'm going to do the same. Um, Even though they're on the road, I still like Louisiana in this one. Um, Jacksonville State at Coastal. Coastal. Coastal probably – I mean, Coastal had a shot against UCLA if they just could have protected McCall at all. Yep. And I'm not yeah. sure what UCLA has, but they lost that game. They're coming back, and I, they'll probably. I, I think. I mean, McCall might throw for 500 yards. So, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go with the beach chickens. Um, Memphis is traveling to Arkansas State. No, sh- what's <laughs> bad? I mean, I don't know if Arkansas is taking. I don't think if you can't well, look any worse than what Arkansas was it 41 to nothing at halftime or something. Yeah, seven. What was it? 70. It was bad. Three to zero. Yeah, it was so, a lot. The question is, will they score a point this week? I think that they will. Oh shit! I don't know. <laughs> I well, I, I can't take them to win the game yeah. in, in any kind of scenario. So I'm taking Memphis. Yep. And if we're if there's a side bet on will they will score a point or not, I will say they will score at least one point. Okay, I'm gonna go less than ten over under. Side bet. Yes. <laughs> so are you under 10? I'm I'm definitely under. Okay. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, next up. Um follow my stretching here. Uh Yukon is going to Georgia State. Okay, I'm gonna go Georgia State. Even though, the, even though they did not impress me this last week at all, just UConn, I, I just can't ever imagine them being that good at football. Even though they ha- they have had a, a few spurts here and there. So, yep, Georgia State, and I'm going to go Georgia State as well. Um, yeah, basketball school. I don't I don't believe in anything they're doing in football. Great logo though. Uh, Lamar is traveling to Louisiana Monroe. When Louisiana Monroe with the one and O against Army last week, uh, like, I mean, I can't. I did not see myself picking Louisiana Monroe a single time this season, but it looks like week two <laughs> is going to be the time. So, who knows? I mean, the new the, the big question back question was their quarterback, right? Because their quarterback was kind of the only thing that like kept them in it versus us last year. It was Rainey and all yeah. that. He's just the kind of guy that can run around. He can make plays. Um, he single-handedly kept them in the game last year, and he left. So I was like, well, that was your only good player. And then the new right. guy, the new guy they got looked great. So and I guess I'm on the Warhawk train. I didn't know this. Uh, they scored two late touchdowns to end up beating them 17-13. So a uh, little momentum. Uh, I'm gonna go ULM too. So, wow, what a shocker! Uh, and uh, finally, the 7:30 kick. Uh, Southern Miss traveling to number uh currently at number eight, Florida State. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the uh, cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon 
roles because I, I mean it's just too big of a spread that they're 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 tough i mean not that we can't do it it's not like we're not going to make a tackle it's not like we're not going to have a completed pass right yep but, i mean it's a pretty it's just it's 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 a long shot and coach hall would say that presents presents a huge opportunity which obviously it does at florida state a lot, i think a lot of things would have to go our way if we just have a chance if we we're doing this on a point spread I want to say the point spread opened up at 28. I would be very right now it's at 30.5. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, in that situation, you know, I'm taking Southern Miss, but since we aren't doing the point spread, I mean, it's, it would be foolish to not take Florida State. I hope that you take Southern Miss and you beat me. But the logical thing to do (laughs) is just play into the fat of the green. This is not going for a stupid pin. That's right. Uh, So I'm taking, I'm, I'm taking Florida State. Yeah. I mean, this is probably the one game on our schedule this year where I'm not picking Southern Miss. Unfortunately. Um, I would love to, but I just, yeah. I mean, I've already made a, probably a dumb pick with uh sea law. So I'm not going to make two this week. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, again, I, I hope more than anything, I hate that I, I'm not going to be there, um, but I would love to see it. There's nothing more in this world I would love to see than us go down there and win. So, um, so we we'll are see. tied up right now at 12, moving into week two, yep. and we have three or four different games we picked different this week. So, we'll see where we go uh, from here. But that next game we talked about it uh, at Florida State, 7:30 yep. p.m. in Tallahassee, Saturday, September 9th at Doak Campbell Stadium. They were ranked number eight, unless it came out again today. They might be higher than that now. Um, but they're definitely a top 10 team. Um, uh, USM, a, a heavy underdog. Florida State last week, if you didn't pay attention to the television last night, they just beat the hell out of LSU 54-24. Um, to 24, and that's It's actually a little bit worse than that. LSU had that late touchdown. I don't know yep. if you saw it or not. Uh, I didn't watch a ton of the game, but I flipped back and forth and got all the updates from everybody in the world that was watching it, I think. Uh, LSU actually led 17 of 14 at the, at the half. And that included one time where they got down like the two yard line and didn't score. Um, so was that a turning point in the game? I don't know. Uh, Florida state went the hell off in the second half. Uh, their quarterback's a problem. Jordan Travis, he goes 23 of 31 for 342 yards, four touchdowns and a pick. The next problem is wide receiver Keon Coleman, nine receptions, 122 yards and Three touchdowns. They had 494 yards of total offense. 359 of that was passing. They did have a bunch of penalties, seven penalties for 64 yards. I don't look for that to happen on their own turf uh, against us next week. They were nine of 14 in third down conversions. We mentioned earlier that I want to say Southern Miss was five of 14. So they did good on those. I mean, they just look great all night. Uh, the time of possession was a was was hugely in their favor as well. 35 minutes and 23 seconds to 24-37 over LSU. So they looked great. It's the first game of the year. Who knows? LSU can come back and they can win 10 in a row, right? Yep. Uh, But as far as right now, uh, they played what I consider top-level talent at at LSU, and they dominated kind of like we dominated over, you know, Alcorn. Not that Alcorn's not – a good team, but they're no LSU by any means. Um, so, right. 
So yeah, I mean, our work is definitely cut out. But this is what Southern Miss is built on. Everybody, you know, even me and you picking, you know, Florida State to win. Yeah. I mean, do you? Th- I don't know if there's ever a time uh, where Southern Miss was was picked to win. The, the all-time series record, uh, Florida State leads that 14-8 and one. Now, granted, it goes back forever and ever and ever, like back to the fifties and stuff. But they're football teams. We've played each other that many times. Um, the last three meetings might be a little bit more indicative. Of, of where we stand now a little bit even those are spread out uh, the last time we played them was in 2017 at the independence bowl the coldest place on earth uh we lost 42 to 14 which is no fun the whole time it wasn't anything to scream about uh the toadies concert the night before was probably the best thing i got out of that trip um then we in 19 1996 was the other time that we played them uh 54 to 14 florida state victory and then the last time we played them before that was in 1989, a 30 to 26 Golden Eagle victory. And interestingly enough, that we mentioned there was eight, uh, 14, eight, and one overall record. Mm-hmm. That one game that was a tie was a barn burner. It was a zero to zero final score of the game that was played in Mobile, Alabama. I guess we used to do that. We used to Soccer. go down. 98 and they used to drive over and we would play in mobile because this was on october the 19th peoples i would imagine i guess i I guess it would have to be wow back when it was like first built or something yeah Um, i'm sure it was booming back then so anyway look it's gonna be tough but who knows uh i tell you what for people that are going to the game what what is the weather report looking like over there in tallahassee land yeah, so I mean it's early. Um, you know, you'll get a you'll get a closer look um <clears throat> obviously later in the week. But right now, um I think it's a pretty typical for this time of the year. A little small chance of rain around 20%, but looking like a high of 90, low 71. Uh and probably so you're probably gonna be uh right around kick, probably around 80 degrees or so. So uh, I would imagine it's gonna be pretty nice uh in Tallahassee. What about here? Because we were talking today about possibly 7.30 kick. And it's starting to feel a little bit like fall out. So yeah, yeah. putting up a projector outside, it, do we have to worry about any raindrops interrupting any of that here in Hattiesburg? Uh, let's see here. Because poolside. Yeah. A big projector screen. Nice little breeze blowing. Um, I mean, the high that day is 96. So I think we're kind of going to heat just a little bit back up, but the low is 67 that night. So as so the around, night kind of goes, so around, yeah, yeah, 730, be, maybe that's getting into like the low yeah. 80s or so. And then as the yeah, game no, goes on, no rain. Uh, I will be okay, good. Um, in Louisiana, but yes, it's going to be a good time. I will definitely be watching. This week's tweet of the week. Um, we had to go with it this way. Uh, I, I remember I sent it to you earlier. I was like, what do you think? And you're like, absolutely. So, yep. and, and the tweet comes from a, a, a guy that we saw while we were tailgating. Yeah, we did. One of the things that makes Hattiesburg one of the coolest cities in the world. Uh, we hung out with Mayor Toby Barker for just a little while. He was gracious enough to. Well, we talked about the Hattiesburg football game beating. Yep. Um, Laurel. Beating Laurel. 
for a second. And, uh, and that was a good tweet in itself where he had like the different, <laughs> he, he sent a letter to, to the, to mayor McGee over in Laurel, uh, asking him to like put a, a tiger head design in the middle of their roundabout and change all the names of the streets to like coach Vance road and all that. Anyway, right. That yeah. was a cool, that was a cool tweet in itself. But that's not the one that we chose. The one we chose came from Toby Barker and it was about Jimmy Buffett. And it says, I think, uh, Jimmy Buffett is due a posthumous mayoral pardon. Great story about one of the most famous former Hattiesburgers. Thanks for sending it uh, at Billy Hughes. And this is what we were talking about earlier with the peanut butter conspiracy song. Yeah. And I don't know if you can do this. We can go back and we can find it and we can retweet it. Or maybe we already have. I don't know. On, on Twitter, but uh, it's 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 cool. Is, is Jimmy just sitting in like his kitchen or something, or a little sunroom? Yeah, and I, and I think that it's his daughter, um, interviewing him and just saying like, "What about this song?" And he, uh, and and he talks about it. And he talks about, um, you know, driving through Hattiesburg and and paying them back. So it's cool. Yeah, it, will, is, uh, it is. That's the first time I had obviously seen the video. Uh, it's a great story uh, that Jimmy kind of tells on himself, but yes, I will go out and um, retweet this from our account. So you'll be able to find it. Uh, if you just go to the, uh, to the top talk account, we will retweet uh, this clip and you got to check it out. Perfect. Um, you want to get us caught up on women's soccer and volleyball? Uh, yeah. So um, let's see here. So women's soccer uh, looks like they played uh, Georgia yesterday. Uh, they ended up losing that for nothing in Athens. Uh, and looking ahead, they will play uh, Alabama uh, in Hattiesburg on September the 7th, which I think that is uh, Wednesday. No, Thursday. Yeah, yeah Thursday. Thursday. Um, at 4 p.m. at the soccer complex. So. Um, that is women's soccer this week. Uh, looking ahead to women's volleyball, uh, they won one match and lost two matches. They beat Nichols 3-0. They lost to Cal Poly 2-3, close one there, and uh, lost to Stephen F. Austin 2-3. So uh, both of those really close. And next up for the Golden Eagles, uh, the Lady Eagles volleyball team is uh, – the Golden Eagle Classic, and that is September 8th and September 9th. And I know, too, uh, that women's golf uh, played this weekend. So their their first match was um, uh, Saturday. So I think they played Saturday, Sunday, and today. Uh, and they ended up claiming third at the USA Intercollegiate uh, down at Magnolia Grove, so my home course down in Mobile, uh, hosted by South Alabama. Um, and I can say that um, I know that we were fourth after two rounds, and so we got we moved up and uh, took third. Uh, ULM won the event. Uh, Jacksonville State finished second, and. Uh, Southern Miss finished third, and I would like to report that out of the 10 teams, uh, South Alabama at their home course finished 10th. <laughs> uh, and so the Lady Eagles were led by Momo um, as she shot 74, 72, 70, 216. Um, and I think it was a uh, tournament low 287 uh, score um, 
for today's round. So uh, really good round today. Uh, Elena Melick uh, had a 70. She's I think she's the freshman. Uh, she went 72, 74, 73 for a 219. Um, and Taylor Trimble finished third. The, both of these, uh, Elena and Taylor finished uh, T13 overall and Momo finished T5 overall. Um, and, uh, Taylor went 76, 72, 71 for a 219. So, uh, really good showing, uh, to kick off the season with a third. So that's awesome. And it looks Very like cool. the 872 total is the best opening score in program history. So good Doing start to the right. season. Yeah. Love it. Uh, we reminded you a lot. We told everybody last week about the open tryouts for a spot on the 2023-24 Lady Eagle basketball team, but they are Wednesday, September 6th at Reed Green Coliseum. You can t- contact Jack Trosper for more information. And we talked about this in the open. And I, I, I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, former Golden Eagle football player Kyle Sloter with a weird tweet this week. Mm. The tweet read, by the looks on the quarterback depth chart these days, I should have worked harder to be best friends with the starter instead of actually competing and playing well. Teams value average backup play so the starter isn't threatened. Hashtag bitter take of the day, LOL. Sloat coming with the heat, man. Of course, you know that the guy he's talking about that beat him out was BDN. Ah, Right. So, so Mullins is there. And if I'm not mistaken, Mullins is the guy that beat him out at Southern Miss as well. He played tight end here and then he left. And yeah, I've kind of been rooting for the guy, but you know, it's it just, it was, it was really kind of out of left field for me to see this tweet. And well, then he doubled down a bunch of times. There was one guy that responded. He said, uh, you've been given a chance by seven teams in the NFL. If this was your attitude in the quarterback room, it's no wonder you you that no one invited you back for a second year. And I don't know if that's got any validity to it or not. But I mean, from the tweet, since then I have no idea. Maybe he's come back and he said, like, look, it's tough, man. We're up here giving it our all, and you know, I thought I did good enough. I don't know. Maybe he did something. Yeah, that. Maybe I've taken all... it out of context. But for the little that I've seen, it's a really bad look. And and it's gonna make it me is. think twice about rooting for Mr. Sloter anytime soon, that's for sure. Yeah, you don't you really don't go after uh, a Nick Mullins if you're trying to win over the Southern Miss Faithful. I don't think you're gonna win that. Uh guy is uh to me, I think if you ask that question, uh favorite golden eagle of all time, he is he is very high up in my list just from my access and and me getting to see behind the scenes and working in athletics during that time. Um, he did it the right way and, and just outstanding person, great wife, uh, great family. Um, just yeah, a, well, a and, and if, it seems like if Sloter and Nick were, I mean, I have no idea what their stats have been during this preseason, but if yeah. Sloter and Mullins were kind of had identical stats, one dude's a total a-hole, one dude's everybody's best friend, then hell yeah, you're going to pick that guy, you know? Yep. So whatever. I, I thought it was worth mentioning. Got to take up for our guy, BDN. No doubt. And Sloat, man, whatever. I mean, you know, uh, I, I hope you hope you get it together, dude. Um, yeah. There are lots of Golden Eagles in the NFL. We have uh, I'll read this list off real quick. Cornell Armstrong with the Falcons. And, and they're they're with these teams in some capacity. Some are on the injured reserve, practice squad, active roster, whatever. I've just listed mm-hmm. them out straight. So Cornell Armstrong with the Falcons. Natron Brooks with the Falcons. Jason Brownlee with the Jets. 
Tykeem Doss made the Ravens, Tim Jones at the Jaguars, Tavarius Moore with the Packers, Nick Mullins at the Vikings, Sloat, eat it, uh, Raheem Nunez-Roaches <laughs> with the Giants, Eric Scott Jr. with who, Pilo? The Cowboys. Cowboys. And Quez Watkins with the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, and before we get to our shout outs, there's a couple other things that I wanted to mention, but one of them is the southernmiss.com slash watch thing. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't know about it, but I got, I saw it and then I, I flipped to my internet, whatever on the TV and, and went and watched all of the basketball ones the other day. So the, yeah. what these you go to southernmiss.com slash watch. They're really cool, short episodes, kind of like hard knocks. I would think, um, the baseball and basketball ones are on there right now from their seasons this past year. The football ones being recorded right now. Well, there's one. There's one episode weekly. of football. Okay, it, so it they goes put them back out. and recaps the end of the the bowl game, the end of the season, and fall camp. So there is season, there is episode one of football. Um, I would imagine that like like Hard Knocks, they're probably going to produce these weekly so i would imagine probably like wednesday maybe or even thursday um the new one would come out for this past week if okay. if that's typically the flow of, of of these you want to kind of get them out weekly to keep the relative information that it may could it could be like the it could be saturday like it, saturday and you get last week's you know but anyway sometime i would imagine but yeah season one or episode one of the new season for football is out there it's really good it's it kind of um wraps up how the bowl game in Alabama at you know um the win and and Frank Gore's kind of performance in that and fall camp so uh, it's very good i was i was very impressed it was um very well done by the creative staff there okay well, and i don't know how i didn't know about it if i didn't know about it there's a chance that somebody <laughs> listening didn't know about it so yeah yeah it needs it's, to it's be cool. pushed a little harder um, um it's it's definitely needs to go to suttermiss.com slash watch and it's just right there it's really easy to yep. figure out um another uh, some basketball news marcelo perez signed a contract to play professional basketball in argentina playing for for uh zarate yeah that sounds good to me mm-hmm. z-a-r-a-t-e i know it's, it's not like karate but with the z zarate yeah. yeah that's what they do in argentina <laughs> Um, Coach Leitner tweeted out that all five Golden Eagles from last year's team have degrees and professional contracts. So come yeah. to Southern Miss. You can you know play in front of sold-out crowds. You can get yourself a degree and go play basketball for money. Yeah. Shout-outs, brother. It's hey, that time. I am, I am ready. And apparently uh, <laughs> I got some flack at our tailgate this week for my uh, – my shout out. So uh, thanks to uh, Stephen Leggett. Uh, he is definitely making fun of like all of my shout outs and chimed in by Matt Rockwell. He uh, also chimed in. He's like, oh, I can't think of anybody. I'll just uh, I'll just give a shout out to Matt. Uh, well, here's another one. <laughs> that is true. That uh, is true. <laughs> so uh, I thought I was doing a, like something kind of cool, but apparently uh, it's a joke. So, you know, suck it. Um <laughs> So those two guys, I did bump into Charlie Wallace and his crew uh, exiting the stadium. We we're getting back toward the tailgate, so good to catch up with them. Uh, talk to Sarah Catherine and the kiddos and, and Charlie about the game. Um, so good to see them. Uh, we did give a shout-out to uh, Mayor Toby Barker coming to hang out with us for a little bit at the tailgate and take a picture. Um, and my last one is to Fast Sons, uh in Hattiesburg. 
Uh, shout out to them because we uh, waited to the last minute to get a new sign for our tailgate tent. Um, and I sent them over the artwork and they called me the next day. I was like, done. Uh, and so it was uh, really well done. And obviously, if your name's Fast Signs, uh, get hmm. your sign fast. So. Um, so I want to give some shout outs and I need to give this guy a call because so our buddy Keith, that's is rocks buddy. He, yeah. Um, their daughter's a Dixie darling and she brought one of her friends over anyway. People showed up, like everybody had a LSU shirt on, like decked out the kids, the parents, full LSU gear. And I could have handled it a whole lot better. <laughs> so. Uh, I plan on giving Keith a call, but I, I, I don't know why you do that. I don't know why you, I can't imagine a scenario where like me and my family would show up to, you know, like, uh, I don't know, just any other sporting event that USM is not at, at least not being just neutral colors, I'm not saying I'm going to support wherever I'm going, but like, um, I wouldn't have my own stuff on anyway, but I could have used that as a situation talking about, you know, how coach Hall says like, it's going to be tough, but you can either look at it that way, or you can look at it as being an opportunity. Could have been an opportunity for me to step in and say, Hey man, uh, we're gonna get you a better looking shirt next time, but you're invited back always. Right. I could have said yeah. that. So I didn't yeah. do it that way. And I will try to do better with that. Uh, <laughs> moving forward. Uh, our good buddy Schaefer Smith saw him at the corner market loading up the ice chest before the game. He was sporting an old school to the top talk shirt, which was cool. Um, I think what he did was he wore that one knowing that it was going to get super sweaty and then he's going to change when he went to the game. <laughs> that's good. That's, that's, that's a good thing. There we go. Right there. Like that's it. a good thinking right there. Um, and I want to give a shout out to the little guy that ran out to, to get the kickoff tee. Yeah. Uh, he was he was sporting that Marchant Kenny jersey. Chris Boone's uh little boy. They're, okay, they're great. Big time golden eagles. So killed it and, and rocking that Marchand jersey from the Liberty Bulls. It was yeah, it was awesome. It was, it was super, super neat. And the last shout out, our, our good friend Eddie Brescher. You mentioned golf. Oh, um, yeah. Eddie stopped by and was talking. Uh man, had great things to say about where the golf team is sitting right now, just uh hitting the ball a long way and and putting in some. I want to say the other day that the weekend, like the horse score shot was a 72 or something like that. Yeah. I remember qualifying. that conversation, right? Yeah. So, 10 rounds. Worst one was a 72. That's, that's just from the tips. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's, um, solidifies why I never made it in college call. Right. Like I can have like one of those days, like you'll see that, <laughs> you know, yeah. like the and best like, day like ever. There's some other guy that like shot 67 and he's kind of pissed off. I'm like, shut up. Jerk. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, that's it, man. If you don't have anything else, just go ahead and shut her down and yeah. get ready for the rest of this work week. Um, this episode was brought to you by our good friends at 4th Street Bar and Grill, where they are famous for installing and servicing hangovers. Go see our good friends at 4th Street Bar today, and then go tomorrow, and then go for Catfish Friday, and then go watch the Seminoles, you know, get beat at 7.30 on Saturday night. It's happening. Not a, best, not, not a better place to be in Hattiesburg. Uh, thanks for listening in today, whatever day you might have listened and whichever platform you chose to listen in on. Remember, you can follow me at Bumper J Bailey and Patrick at P. Lowry. Follow us on all social at To The Top Talk. And don't forget about the mailbag, to the top talk at gmail.com. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Tell somebody to the top today. And as always, Southern Miss to the top. Talk. I could play for Alabama, 
USC or Notre Dame You have lots of things to offer But Southern Mississippi puts you all to shame I was born here in Hattiesburg Never ventured far away When it comes to playing football Here in Eagle Heaven is where I'm gonna stay I could play for North Carolina, Ohio State, RLSU You play a good game of football But Southern Mississippi is a whole lot better than you season is over and done The fans here in Hattiesburg will be proud of what we've done I could play for the Georgia Bulldogs Florida State or Tennessee But I chose Southern Mississippi And right here at home is where I'll always be I could play for Alabama USC our Notre Dame You have lots of things to offer But Southern Mississippi put you all to shame I could play for North Carolina Ohio State or LSU You play a good game of football But Southern Mississippi is a whole lot better than you season is over and done all your teams with famous names will see we're number one ask mississippi state ask mississippi state call katie case bailey with dunbar real estate for all of your real estate needs katie case bailey realtor extraordinaire something to show something to list something to sell call today at 601-408-9980 